Hi, welcome back to the Wise Divine Woman podcast and sisterhood. Today, I have a beautiful young woman, Natalie Gidaro, if I've said that, Gerardo, sorry, Gerardo, and she talks about my most favorite subject in the whole wide world, magnesium. Not only, uh, so she has this beautiful uh, handout today, but she's going to talk about, we've been talking so much about breast health, menopause, the foundation of health, and I'm, you know, there's so much to say about it, but I'm going to introduce you today to Natalie. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having it on. Magnesium is also my favorite topic, so we have a lot in common. (laughs) Yeah, it's so important. Like, so what brought you to this point of, like, really wanting to understand and research and speak about magnesium, something so simple? Sure. So like, like most things you stumble upon um, new and different information when you're going through something, right? You're, you're, Mm. you're trying to solve a problem. And it was the same for me. It wasn't all that long ago that I spent most of my days stressed out. I was overwhelmed. I was having a hard time sleeping. I was just not feeling like myself. And I was doing, you know, I was taking all the advice that everybody was giving me doing all the, the quote unquote healthy things, like eating a really good, you know, healthy balanced diet, lots of organic fruits and vegetables, exercising regularly, um, using healthy products, you know, making sure my household didn't have chemicals in it, all that good stuff. So I was checking all of the boxes, but I still felt awful. I still had Mm -hmm. all these reoccurring health issues that I just couldn't put my thumb on. So I did what any normal person would do, went to the doctor and said, hey, doc, there's something wrong with me. Please help me figure it out. And she was very gracious and, and gave me a battery of tests and recommended a ton of different specialists. And when it was all said and done, all the results came back. She sat me down and she looked me in the face and she says, Hey, Natalie, guess what? There's nothing wrong with you. And it was the most bitter, sweet, just um, awful sensation and wonderful sensation all at the same time. So many women are in the same boat because they know they don't feel good. Yes. But their blood work tells a different story. Exactly. And everything tells a different story. And yeah, uh, yeah so many women yeah. suffer with that same problem. Yeah, it, it's true, because part of you thinks, is this is this all in my head? You know, I'm clearly perfectly healthy, you know, so this must be all in my head. And she even went as far as to say, well, Natalie, you're just getting old. This is what happens when you get old. And I I was devastated because here I am looking at all these other countries around the world and seeing people age gracefully and beautifully and and enjoy their their twilight years. And I thought, no, this can't be the rest of my life. I'm not okay Mm -hmm. with that, you know? Mm So I started on this journey to figure out what was the underlying problem, because I, I firmly believe that every problem has a cause. It's just a matter of discovering what that was. And at the time, I ironically owned a health store. So um, one of my customers had come to me and, and I was talking to her about the issues I was facing. And she says, you know, have you tried magnesium on your skin? And I thought, you know, I've tried everything else, whatever, I'll give it a go. And within days, I started sleeping 
exhausting. I went from sleeping maybe two hours a night to sleeping six hours a night. Um, I was dealing with chronic panic attacks and anxiety. um, And that started to lessen. I stopped having panic attacks. I felt more grounded and centered. Um, I just started, I started getting more energy. I felt like my normal, regular self again. And I thought, what is, what is up with this? I need to learn everything there is about this mineral. And I need to tell everybody I know about it because it was incredibly, incredibly life-changing for me. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And, and I love that it, um, you know, it's that, okay, what kind are you taking? And it, do you find it to be effective? And you should try many different kinds because it absorbs in many different ways. And, or are you eating enough food that actually um, has natural magnesium in it as well? Because the body takes and gives or whatever it can during different periods in time during the day or different situations like and or stress situations where the life is getting sucked out of you and it magnesium is so important and even is a natural sort of mineral that's so much to say that minerals are important just as much as well so yeah it's incredible and and i love um that you have such a heart for it because it's just like, yes, another sister who like knows, knows what I'm talking about. Cause people are like magnesium. Like, what do you mean? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what you said was, it was very pertinent. It's it, when you're craving different foods or when your body is telling you there's something mm-hmm. wrong, oftentimes you will start craving different foods. So one of the things that I was dealing with at the time are these chocolate cravings that like, it was like, it was all I could think about was eating chocolate and I wanted to eat it morning, night and day and anytime I could. And I think my body was just looking for magnesium and dark chocolate is incredibly high in magnesium. So sometimes when we have those cravings, our body's telling us something deeper is going on. It but is. I right, love that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The and And then so, so tell us like, how can you tell when you are suffering from, or what are some general telltales of that you're suffering from a magnesium deficiency? Like what are some good telltale signs? So a whopping 68% or the numbers kind of go from 65 to 75, but it's a lot. So let's say around 68% of, of people are deficient in magnesium and they're walking around with all the symptoms. So they're, you're, we're seeing people who have chronic leg cramps or they're having restless legs or they have headaches that just won't stop. Um, they have insomnia, they have anxiety, they have depression. Depression. They have hormonal imbalances that they just can't team, seem to put their finger on to figure it out. Those are all symptoms of low magnesium. And so when, when you, you talk about your friends or you think about yourself, many people can say, well, yeah, you know, I, I do have a hard time sleeping or, you know, I do tend to get anxious. And it's more than just situational anxiety, or it's more than just, you know, oh, I can't sleep today, but, but generally I can sleep well. So it's a little bit more than what you would picture for your regular everyday um, feelings. So yeah, those are all symptoms of low uh, magnesium. And there's this incredible author, her name is Dr. Carolyn Dean. And she wrote like the Bible on magnesium, Mm -hmm. it's called the magnesium miracle. And she says that up to 85% of doctor's visits can be traced back to a magnesium deficiency. Mm -hmm. So it really is much bigger than we hear about on the media and on the news and that type of thing. I really wish doctors would sort of have that perspective when they're talking with clients rather than just um, always going to that psychosomatic aspect of for even for anxiety, right? Because it is, it can be um, a simple 
therapy to alleviate a lot of big things. It may not be the answer, but it certainly can help things function better, especially when it comes to anxiety. It comes to restless leg because that is debilitating and very uncomfortable for people when they get in that cycle of restless leg, can't sleep, oh my gosh. And like my husband is the worst for it. And I just, and I have the gel, right? I have the Meg Calm gel and I'm like, okay, sweetheart, let me just like rub this on your leg. And I swear to you, it's no mood. It's no woo woo. It's like, please just let me do it. No, no. I'll just go sit in the hot tub for another hour. Right. And I'm like, well, that's in my mind, because this is the way I'm like, that's not going to be helpful to you at all, but it is helpful in getting his body to relax. But I'm just like, that's just magnesium, James. Oh my gosh. Why do you not believe me? And it can be that simple sometimes when you're talking with people. It's just like, honestly, try the magnesium. Well, I'll have to talk to my doctor and see how much I'm supposed to take. Oh, yes. Yes. And the first thing I always tell people is magnesium is a mineral. It's not a drug in your food. Like it's not, it's not some, something that's addictive or it's going to do you harm. It's literally part of the earth. It's part of our world. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and um, I think a lot of times when people realize that magnesium is, it's just part of your food that they, they kind of look at it differently. Um, We're so quick to to think, oh, you need vitamin, you're sick, take vitamin C or, you know, that kind of thing. And that's okay. But when it comes to magnesium, I think it's so foreign to people that they don't, they immediately think, oh, this must be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And it's I often, ironic. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say it's ironic because when I, when I went through this whole thing with my, my health issues, my doctor immediately gives me a prescription for anti-anxiety medications and Xanax and, 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 and sleeping pills and all that kind of stuff without asking me simple things like, Hey, how much water are you drinking? Are you exercising regularly? What's your stress mm-hmm. level? Are you getting out in the sun? What are you eating? Like all of those questions should have been asked before that prescription was written. Right. So but, it's, it's yeah. so, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's what happens a lot. Unfortunately. It is they're, I mean, they're only allowed, they're in a box. They're beautiful, beautiful, incredible practitioners and doctors out there that but are limited. So it's this research understanding and finding women like yourself and reaching out and finding kind of outside of the box where we can resolve these ideas. And I think um, when I'm discussing with clients, you know, let's, you know, let's discuss what you've done, but what are the areas that you've missed? And nine times out of 10 is building back that foundation, right? Like go back, water, sleep minerals and sunshine so it's like to me now it's just been like these are the automatic questions and they're like what do you mean minerals like do i need to take a mineral supplement i'm like maybe but no let's break it down a little further so in your research and even through your own life experiences what have you found to be it's just so in the syndromes that we see relevant to so many women uh, today, what syndromes are you seeing that are having such a great benefit from the use of magnesium? Not that it's a cure-all and not that we can diagnose anything, but it's certainly that it, it is so helpful and beneficial in saying breakthroughs or being adjunctive to other therapies. Like what have you seen? Um, I would say the, the most impactful um, benefit that that I see people get from using magnesium is a decrease in anxiety. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's, it's funny because magnesium and anxiety and stress play this really interesting game. They have this very interesting dance. The more stressed you are, the more magnesium you're going to burn through. 
And the more magnesium you burn through, the more stressed you feel. So you've got this like vicious cycle that happens. Um, and magnesium plays this really cool role in the body. It activates the parasympathetic nervous system. And the parasympathetic nervous system is our relaxed and calm down and chill out kind of system, mm -hmm. as opposed to our sympathetic system, which is go, 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 go. We need both in our life. But unfortunately, we so many times we get stuck in that sympathetic go, 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 go that we can't calm down. And so magnesium does this wonderful job of kind of turning on the calm, getting your body and your mind to start chilling and relaxing. It also binds to GABA receptors and GABA receptors are neurotransmitters that are responsible for kind of chilling your brain out. So mm -hmm. it plays a really cool role that way as well. And then I want to say it was a 2000, maybe 15, 16 study showed that magnesium also helps lower cortisol levels and cortisol is our stress hormone. So it kind of does this three part, like three part punch to really mm -hmm. tell your brain and body that it's time to relax. So does it help capture? So the magnesium in the body helps capture the natural production of the GABA and then brings that GABA combines with that in into those receptors? Or do you find that the magnesium fits nicely into the GABA receptors because often you see formulations mm -hmm. with the GABA magnesium to allow that to work better. Is that yes. correct? Yes, absolutely. They, uh, the GABA actually binds to the, the, I'm sorry, the magnesium actually binds to the GABA. So Excellent. using them together is, is a, that's a, Fabulous yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Like you see that nowadays. And I've always kind of like, oh, that's interesting. I know the GABA is that, you know, that calming sort of aspect when you're looking at supplementation or dealing with anxiety and or um, unrest. And it's always just that, okay, so how does it play a role? And I love how you explain that perfectly. So I'm like, oh, I get it. I get that hormone receptor. That's beautiful. And it's, and it's important, right? Because when you're trying to get your body working better it's these simple things that we have to step back and stop looking for the you know the cure-all but you have mm -hmm. to you have to sort of step back and go where can I start back at step one and what's easy step one oh, yeah, so absolutely. that you can start seeing changes and especially for women who are menopausal because you know as you said you know when I say let life the life gets sucked out of you Right, raising children, having a job, having a career. Uh, even this pandemic has had this low grade stressor that you have no control over. So to see the deficiencies that are going to be happening next year, right? Not now, oh, but yeah. next year when the, when you tap out, it's uh, okay. Where else can now speaking about magnesium go? Okay, we can recover better. We can refill our stores back up again, and then be able to stay off mind-numbing menopausal hormonal fluctuations right oh absolutely i love what you said is kind of fill that store back up because mm -hmm. what most people don't realize is that we don't make magnesium in our body we have to get it from an outside source whether mm -hmm. that be food or supplements or, 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 you know, minerals in our water, all of that, it has to come from an outside source. So if you're constantly in that low grade stress or, you know, anxiety, mm -hmm. you're just depleting it and depleting it and depleting it. You really do need to add more magnesium in your life in order to balance that out. And when it comes to menopause, most of the 34 symptoms that are associated with menopause are also associated with low magnesium. So we see that overlap and, and it really kind of raises some questions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's fabulous, right? Because that is so true. And I talk about that all the time in the podcast and, and it's hard to, you know, 
uh, to understand even so from a sense of so this week I'm talking about chronic inflammation and as soon as we started talking and we were talking about the relevance of thermography and the relevance of magnesium with inflammation we kind of like you're like lit right up you're like yes I love it but you know before we talk about inflammation it's that understanding the the parallel between the two that I love that you've related to and I love that you like the 30s not the 34 signs of menopause or perimenopause those are it and or irregular periods so hormonal imbalance can be at any age those can all sort of have a parallel to a mineral deficiency like magnesium and that's simple like if you're not a supplement taker then soak in it for goodness sakes right and or add it to water and Mm -hmm. um pH also plays a huge role in magnesium because without it, that pH balance becomes out of whack. And then that mm-hmm. starts a, a, a litany of, of other issues as well. So, but yeah, I love, yeah, when we spoke about inflammation and thermography, you were just like, <laughs> yes, I love it. So yeah. tell us again, how does magnesium play a role in controlling chronic inflammation? So there, um, there are tons of studies that show that when you get enough magnesium, your inflammation decreases. There's actually a 2017 meta-analysis and they looked at 11 different studies and they found that supplementing with magnesium created a significant decrease in CRP levels. And CRP levels are the marker, the blood levels that, that the markers of inflammation in your body. So mm-hmm. we're seeing that, that correlation between higher magnesium and lower inflammation. Now, of course, there's correlation doesn't mean causation. We all know that, but you know, there are some relationships that we can gain from that. We Mm -hmm. also know that magnesium, when it comes to inflammation, um, when when we're talking about pain, like if we're talking about muscle pain or joint pain and and that kind of thing, um, magnesium plays a really interesting role in that as well. It, the role of magnesium in your muscles is literally to cause your muscles to relax. Mm-hmm. So for instance, when our heart beats, we've got calcium causing the contraction, magnesium causing it to relax. So it's this beautiful dance between magnesium and calcium. But when you have too much calcium and not enough magnesium, then we're going to see these involuntary muscle contractions. So those cramps in the legs, that restless leg feeling where your muscles are constantly twitching, that kind of thing often happens when you're over calcified and under, um, undernourished with magnesium. Interesting. Yeah. Because of lately, I've heard quite a few different, um, you know, speaking with people that they have a calcification buildup around the heart, which I'm like, what? Of course I've heard. And and so then that also can then play a role of understanding of the calcification in the breast tissue, calcifications in the kidney stones. Mm -hmm. So I think all of it sort of, if you step back and go, wow, just like I just did, I'm just like, (laughs) okay, too much calcium. Mm-hmm. too much calcium, not enough magnesium, again, can cause these bigger things, which you don't really go if we'd only take magnesium more. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. And, and it's funny because our society is over calcified. You know, I, when I go to the grocery store, I see orange juice with added calcium, bread with added calcium. It's like calcium coming from all, and, and it's a, I mean, we need it, obviously we need it to survive, but it's, it's like, we're getting so much of it and we're not getting enough magnesium. Enough, and, yeah. the, and the way I like to describe magne- the balance between magnesium and calcium is it's almost like 
calcium's in the body and magnesium is the bus driver telling calcium where to go. Right. So if you've got all this calcium and no magnesium to drive it around the body, then calcium just finds somewhere to go. It might calcify in your joints. Mm-hmm. It might calcify in your breast tissue. It might calcify, you know, all over your body because it didn't have enough magnesium to tell it, Hey, you need to get in the bones. Yeah. Hey, you need to get over here. You yeah, know? exactly. And that's a beautiful way to look at it. And I love that analogy because it is so important because uh, when I'm looking at or hearing um, so many chronic pain issues on the rise, right? That we see a, a whole generation of this, this aspect of pain issues. Then those are my questions. Okay. I, are you taking minerals? How is your magnesium? Like, so can you test for magnesium? You can. Unfortunately, the standard test that a doctor will give you, and, and it's what I went through my own personal experience, mm-hmm. a doctor is going to do a magnesium serum test. So that's a standard test. It's covered by insurance. It's relatively cheap and it'll test how much is in your blood. Unfortunately, only 1% of magnesium is stored in your blood. The rest is stored in your bones and in your muscles. So if we're only looking at what's happening on one day with 1% of the magnesium in your body, it's really not telling you much. Mm -hmm. A better test is the magnesium RBC test um, or the HTMA test. I prefer those two because they'll give you a more accurate picture of what's actually happening in your body. The RBC magnesium and what was the other one? HTMA and the HTMA is my personal favorite because I feel like you get a lot of bang for your bucks. And those are um, those are tests you can ask your doctor. Or do you think you have to find a functional medicine doctor to per- look at those or um, naturopath? Yeah, I actually with with the RBC, your regular doctor can order it um, if they're willing to. It tends to be more expensive, and your you may have to pay for it. Cover it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The HTMA, you can actually order it on your own. It's a hair test. It's a hair tissue oh, mineral analysis. Gotcha. So I was going to say that. I was yeah. just honestly going to ask you, how yeah. do you find the hair mineral analysis test? Because yeah. we have those available in our clinics awesome. and, and available online. And we Love have a beautiful uh, lab that does that here in Ontario um, and incredible. And he, um, and you know, these people who run these tests are so passionate about their research. So he actually will meet with you and discuss their results before you discuss it with the other person. So, and I, and again, it just cycles, circles right back to understand stress Mm -hmm. and the excretion of minerals and where it goes. So I love that you talk about hair mineral analysis. I was just like, yes. (laughs) Yes. the, The hair mineral analysis, it doesn't only tell you magnesium, but it also tells you the beautiful balance between magnesium and calcium. Do you have too much? Which way is that going? It tells you, um, how many heavy metals are in your body. It's, it's just such a beautiful test Mm -hmm. and it's so worth it. So if, if, you know, if you've got a good resource for it, 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 it's, so mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. Um, in terms of maybe um, we can add that in the show notes natalie for where you in the states can get that sort of test um and then even where they can follow up with you with that aspect too so i mean and or whatever but it's like that that aspect of understanding the easy tools like yes. that most people are like hair mineral analysis come on <laughs> well that's like a lot of woo woo so yes. <laughs> But it is true because even when you're understanding how it's not so much you want to recognize when I mean, you do when you're looking at onset dementia or Alzheimer's or toxicity in the body, heavy metals is really important. 
right? But yeah. it is also the understanding of how you're, because you can't get away, you really can't get away from toxins in this day mm -hmm. and variety. So, and then it goes back to how are you going to get your body better mm -hmm. at functioning, metabolizing all the different, you know, things that you're inundated with. So I think the hair mineral analysis is a great eye opener for people to see what their body is metabolizing what they're not what they're getting rid of which is great and what they're mm -hmm. not right so it's like and what's present in the body just so that they can now just think about what they're suffering from today but where you are going to be if you don't address it in five to ten to twenty years absolutely i a hundred percent agree mm -hmm. that's a that's a fabulous recap of that i love it i yeah. love it yeah, and you know, and then even to say that comes into play of understanding some of the DNA work now, the genomics, right? It's not to say you're going to end up with ABC. It's understanding how vital minerals like magnesium are going to be in the function and the metabolizing of things in your body. So you kind of, we have this a beautiful way, and I think magnesium is the same way. It's a beautiful way to come in back doors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what I think when I'm when you look at genomics or you look at DNA tests, it's like, okay, now you get to understand better how to come in the back door to address some of the issues that you're currently suffering with. And I love magnesium in that sense that it's amazing how it just it covers so much and it's such a simple aspect for so many, so many syndromes, I suppose. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love that you said, yeah, it's almost like you're, you're addressing it through the back door and it's easy. I think, I think we're not talking about, you know, a huge lifestyle change. It's easy to get more magnesium, eating mm -hmm. more green leafy vegetables, mm -hmm. dark chocolate, your seeds, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, all of those incorporating mm -hmm. that in your diet can really help to bring your magnesium mm -hmm. levels up. And seeds, then of course, okay. you know, with hormones, it's funny. We come back to again, the seeds, mm -hmm. the pumpkin yeah. seeds, the yeah. chia seeds, the, you know, uh, walnuts or almonds and things like that. When you're talking seed cycling and hormone balancing, one, mm -hmm. it's such a best bang for the buck. You've got your fiber, you have your omegas, and you have magnesium and minerals. It's just so amazing to me how when you're, when you're studying um, inflammation or you're studying hormones and you're studying that aspect, everything comes full circle. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful that even when you're seed cycling, using the pumpkin seed, sesame, um, uh, flax seed, and um, sunflowers, right? Mm -hmm. Then you get your calcium, you get your magnesium, you get so many things you never thought of when you're incorporating natural food, mm -hmm. right? Whole food into your lifestyle. So it's going to be very beneficial, not only, and not only just to help regulate hormone a bit better, perhaps increase your fiber intake, which is so important. But also you get the like, oh, I didn't know there was magnesium in that. That's so cool. Right? Yes. And you're getting it in these perfect ratios that are found in nature because in nature, you know, yeah. when we isolate things to, you know, we're just take vitamin D or just take magnesium or just take calcium, you're, you're not getting that the cofactors that you need to improve absorbability. And that's... So and that's important, yeah. especially when you're talking about magnesium or you're talking about calcium, you're talking minerals. It is the, the it's the cofactors. Like you mm -hmm. said, you've got all this calcium, but where's your magnesium? Exactly. It's because we, we, as a society, I think we tend to isolate 
oh, you, you know, you're not feeling better, take vitamin C. Like that's like the, the, or, you know, or you need more vitamin D. Cool, you need vitamin D, but you can't absorb vitamin D without magnesium and K2. So it's like, if you're not taking, you know, if you're not taking everything you need at the same time, you may not be reaping the benefits. And the beautiful thing is when you eat, when you get it food. from food, you're getting the perfect ratios your bodies need. Yeah, I love that. So let's, I mean, so you talk about like there's 600 biochemical processes that min, min, like magnesium is used for. Um, and so we talk about a lot about Epsom salts. So mm-hmm. how does that, what is Epsom salts actually? And then what are the different ways you can use something that simple? Yes. So Epsom salt is fabulous. It's, it's relatively inexpensive. You could find it in most grocery stores and drug store, stores and pharmacies. Um, it's readily available. And the great thing about Epsom salt is it's just magnesium. It's magnesium sulfate. So magnesium sulfate is a fabulous way to get more magnesium into your body. I always recommend that people take an Epsom salt bath. And if you've ever you know, sprained an ankle or hurt a muscle, you're often told by people, oh, just soak in Epsom salt. And, and the reason why is this because it's, it's just magnesium. Mm-hmm. So my, my perfect magnesium or, or Epsom salt bath recipe is two cups of Epsom salt and one cup of baking soda. The now, bicarbonate, why the baking soda? The bicarbonate in the baking soda is actually a cofactor for the Epsom salt, for the magnesium sulfate. They bind together and it really rushes the Epsom salt into your body a lot faster. Plus it's got some beautiful, you know, pH balancing mm-hmm. um, abilities. It helps soften the water, that type of thing. So it's, it's just a really good combination. That's amazing. I often ask clients to dry brush before they take an Epsom salt bath because it stimulates the blood to the surface to the skin. It scuffs away and opens up the pores nicely so you get the best bang for the buck. I love right? that. I and love it, that. That's and I love genius. it. I love adding uh, mustard powder to my baths to oh. entice sweating. I did not know that. So that's yeah. amazing. Mustard powder. Okay. Mustard How powder. Much do you add? Uh, it depends, like a half a cup or a okay. tablespoon. It depends. Um, there's lots of recipes out there, but it it tends it, it uh, really entices and increases blood flow, okay. and it allows me to sweat. I don't have a sauna, so okay. it it allows me to sit and entice that sweat opportunity in the sure. in the upper neck and, and the face so uh, you do that anyways with hot water but I find there's a more of a long-term aspect and and I think it's amazing so there's lots of great fun with that as well and you can play around with essential oils like lavender or eucalyptus okay. and and uh, when you're doing your your baths and it's a perfect time to relax read a mm-hmm. book maybe not have a glass of wine because I find sometimes if you have a glass of wine and Epsom salts, sometimes it's a little difficult to get out of the tub. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned glass of wine. Um, alcohol actually depletes magnesium from your oh, body. There you so go. you'd actually be undoing all the hard work by having that glass of wine while you're trying to re-up your magnesium levels. Yes, that's so, amazing. So yeah, so I think a lot of people, um, especially if you've had too much to drink, like, you know, we all have memories, uh, you know, of having a few too many and waking yep. up the next day feeling hungover with the headache and the body aches and that kind of thing. Well, your magnesium levels have been so terribly depleted from drinking the alcohol that it's common to have symptoms of magnesium deficiency the next day. We call it a hangover. We call it a hangover, not (laughs) realizing that it's a deficiency. Wow. That's amazing. That's really, really amazing. So Epsom salt bath in the morning, everybody. So (laughs) yes, (laughs) absolutely. And wow. Yeah. 
I think a lot of people kind of get caught up with um, making it harder than it is. I mean, getting more magnesium rich foods, soaking in an Epsom salt bath. And if you don't have um, enough time or energy or ability to soak in a bathtub, let's say you don't have a bathtub in your home, mm-hmm. you can always do a foot basin yeah. with that same mixture. Put, soak your feet in it and you'll still get really good benefits from mm-hmm. that as well. I think so. So, but you also have a skincare lineup that provides supplementation of magnesium. Can you talk yes. more about that? Yes, yes. So magnesium sulfate is Epsom salt. Magnesium chloride is what we use in our formulas. Um, magnesium chloride is, um, it's the same makeup as what you would find in the ocean. The ocean is full of magnesium chloride. So it's that, that, that feeling that you get from going to the beach where you feel really calm and relaxed. It's from the magnesium chloride in the water. And of course the sunshine, the vitamin D and fresh air, we can't yeah, exactly. count that, you yeah, know, yeah. but that combination is absolutely wonderful for your body. So I wanted to take that feeling and, and those benefits with you whenever you'd like. So we created a cream that's chock full of magnesium chloride. You literally just put it on your skin anytime that you need it. Um, and it really, really makes a huge difference. And the reason we opted to go for magnesium chloride in our formulas was based off of a study that was done not too long ago, um, showing that people who supplemented with magnesium chloride were able to increase their levels of magnesium in about 12 weeks. And when you compare that to taking an oral supplement, that typically takes six to nine months. Mm -hmm. So we see a much faster uptake of magnesium through our skin. And it's because it doesn't get broken down by our digestive system. And so many of us truthfully deal with leaky gut and have difficulty absorbing nutrients that doing it through your skin is just a wonderful, safe and easy, gentle way of getting more magnesium. So that was kind of like the basis of why I wanted to go that route. And I I personally just benefited so much from using magnesium chloride Mm -hmm. on my skin. That's not to say I, I also take an oral supplement as well. I also take oral yeah. magnesium. No, and I you eat important. food that is rich in magnesium. Yes. We have yeah. to do that. So it's that uh, that aspect of of managing. So I always talk about health not being linear. There's just yeah. never just one way. There's many ways. Absolutely. Right. And, and so you'll find that your magnesium demands will change over time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's not linear. It's not like, oh, I take 200 milligrams a day. I feel fine. Yeah. It, it, your demands will change. You know, let's, um, if you did go out drinking the night before and had too much wine, you're going to need more magnesium. If you exercise a lot and you sweat a lot, you sweat out your electrolytes, including magnesium. Mm-hmm. Sugar depletes your magnesium. There's, um, they actually say that one molecule of sugar requires 54 molecules of magnesium to balance it out. So during the holidays, when we're we're indulging a little bit more in cookies and candies and sweets, we'll notice that we're feeling some of those symptoms of low magnesium a little more. Mm -hmm. So really, it isn't isn't a linear thing. It really is a, hey, what do Mm -hmm. I need today? How do I feel? Mm -hmm. What is my body telling me that I need today? Well, we often talk about citrate, magnesium citrate uh, setup, I suppose, uh, the formulation, in that it'll... is often used for stool movements, mm-hmm. but that's not useful if you are suffering from pain management. So that's why, you know, you're looking and understanding the different types of molecular structure of magnesium and using the different formulas like the chloride or the um, Epsom, this, the uh, 
the, or a citrate or a biglycinate or yeah. oxalate or there's it's that opportunity of allowing magnesium to absorb for the needs of the body required at different times and for different reasons absolutely absolutely yeah. so well said so well yeah it's said. important right because like when you're talking with people they're like oh well i have magnesium citrate i've been taking that i'm like well how much luck have you been having with that because you you can't like and that's why yeah. they have created the biglycinate sort of formulas mm -hmm. in so that you can then higher use a higher dose without having that explosive reaction to things yeah. Yeah. and then you have different uh nighttime formulas again for restless leg that incorporate different types of molecules i like the simplicity of the chloride because it again is just a simple application um and, it, and then you don't run into those issues of irritable bowel or loose yeah. stool things Absolutely. like that and I, I joke with people i'm like you you really can't overdose on magnesium I'm sorry, you really can't. And you'll know when you do. So <laughs> yes. back it up a little bit. But even, you know, even the Epsom salt, the sulfate formula is, is an incredible opportunity, one to manage stress better, yes. right, and take that self care to the necessary level that women actually need to do it. Making right. time for yourself. Oh, it is, so important. It's so, so important, important, especially as we age, because we, we have kids or we have job demands, we have family demands. You have this sweet little time in, the, in between like that 40 to 40 to 55, 60, that you have the opportunity to refill yourself, refill the cup, rebuild your foundation before you move into that next mode of life right where you have family obligations or parental care obligations um, where you have more of a risk of um, different health problems where um, then it really becomes like you're backpedaling oh i should have had that magnesium i spoke about you know um, yes. and then you're into grand you're into grandparenting right which is a whole different demand which is again then you're you're working those those things but i love how you said that there are so many syndromes and deficiencies in the body that can be alleviated simply with magnesium absolutely and it's when your body is in perfect balance when you're giving it the fuel that it needs when mm -hmm. you're responding to your body's needs whether it be self-care or minerals or what have you you'll notice that you operate on a whole different level mm -hmm. like it, things come easier if your your joints aren't hurting as much your your stress levels are down it really self-care and, and giving your body what it needs it's so important and i say this um so that people really realize it, it's you know, magnesium is incredible. It's important. It's amazing. But I always tell people it's absolutely useless if you're not taking good care of your body, if you're not eating good foods, if you're not, you know, ma managing your stress, if you're not giving your body time to rest and, and honoring your sleep schedule, that kind of thing, then magnesium's not going to do anything for you. You can't, you can't have that and then eat, you know, a bunch of pizza and junk food and expect to feel incredible, you know? Right, right. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's not about, you have to live life, but you're not, you still need to build a foundation and that foundation needs to happen with minerals. It needs to happen with stress management. Like you said, it needs to happen with self-care and a good, a good solid whole food. And uh, yeah, there's so much, there's just so much, and there is no one thing fix all, although magnesium is pretty close. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> 
absolutely agree. Absolutely. So I honestly, I thank you so much. You spoke briefly about uh, a little handout that you have. Yes. Um, so magnesium that. can be kind of overwhelming. You know, you, you might go to the grocery store and say, okay, where do I start? Where, what do I do? Um, so I wrote a 25 page guide to magnesium and it covers, you know, safe supplementing. It covers some of the different um, issues that you might be facing mm -hmm. when you're trying to pick which magnesium to take. Mm -hmm. um, it covers all the symptoms and, and um, ways to stop draining your magnesium levels in your life. Beautiful. So it really is a very conclusive um, resource. And it can be found um, right on our website at berootedin.com backslash magnesium. So it's B-E-R-O-O-T-E-D-I-N.com and then backslash magnesium. And awesome. it's free. It's just a really good handout, really good resource. Awesome. I love it. I will make sure that we have that in there and be sure that if you are looking for a really incredible, simple uh, lotion, I'm sure get in touch with Natalie and she'll hook you up. So I thank you honestly so much for joining me today and talking about one of my most favorite subjects in the whole wide world. And I know that it's not only important for, you know, hormone health, for pain management and for foundation, I think in the prevention of so many debilitating yeah, aging diseases, right? Um, that is something that I, I talk about, not only just for hormone, but also for breast health. And that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. So and perhaps you'll join me in the future to talk in a little more in depth of the importance of magnesium and in, in breast health. And in the in, and there's a lot of research out there in magnesium, even with breast cancer care. So Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome, Natalie. Thank you. So they can find you at berootedin.com. Uh, all your goodness. We'll show all of that in the show notes. Wonderful. So one nugget of wisdom to leave with our listeners. Oh, um, so I would say that if you feel like there's something wrong, if you feel like there's some, some health issue or just something that's out of whack and you've been told it's normal, don't settle for somebody else's normal. Your normal is very different from another person's normal. So if they say, oh, it's fine, you're okay, and you're not feeling okay, keep going, keep pursuing, keep looking for answers. Yes, amen to that. I love that. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you for joining me today. And uh, yeah, it's been absolutely amazing speaking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.